Assalamu alaikum everybody and welcome to our newest episode of Muslim Podcast. I'm your host, Asma, and today we have my friend Samia Gafar. Uh, Samia is a senior at NYIT studying computer science. She lives in Long Island. Uh, me and Samia met when I started at NYU and throughout quarantine we've kept in touch. I visited her a couple times and you know, last night as we were texting and FaceTiming and stressing over the election, I thought, you know what? Why don't we make this into an episode and share our thoughts and our feelings with everyone who's kind of um, in this weird state. Just to give you some context, it is 9 p.m. on Wednesday after election day. We are still not completely sure of the results of the presidential election. It looks like it's leaning towards Biden, but we can't say that for sure. We're waiting on results from Nevada and Pennsylvania and a few other states. Um, so yeah, Samia, um, thank you so much for being on here and tell us all about um, your feelings heading into this election. Assalamualaikum, everyone. So first off, going into this election, I was pretty much certain that like Donald Trump is going to win the election because the last president that didn't win re-election was George H.W. Bush when he lost to Bill Clinton in like 1992. So it's been a long time. It's been like 28 years. So I was for sure that Trump was going to win also just like even last election, it was projected for Hillary to win and then she didn't win. So I thought the same thing would end up happening again because when you ask people, many people say they don't like Trump, but then when it comes to even going out to go vote, it's always the Republicans that go out to vote. The people who support Trump are the ones who are going out to vote, not the people who support the other candidate. So I was just for sure, for sure, like for certain that Trump was going to win. Yeah. But now it's looking like maybe it might be Biden now at this point. We'll see. But that's what I thought going into this election. I was definitely feeling anxious like the whole week coming in. I didn't feel well. Like I, I just like thinking about another four years with Trump was just like this like pit in my stomach. Um, I was never a fan of him, obviously, because of his racist, sexist agenda and just the way that he holds himself and carries himself and, and thinks about people and obviously his white supremacist notions. But I'm not going to go into that because I feel like we've talked about it, especially um, in our debate episode. So I do have an episode about the presidential debate where I talked to my friend Dunya about it. So if you didn't listen, make sure you go and listen. You will hear us rant about Trump and how he interrupted so many times. Um, so yeah, going in, I was definitely nervous, scared, anxious. Um, so me and Samiha both voted. Um, so Samia, do you want to share your uh, voting experience? So, yeah, sure. So I voted via absentee ballot, which lots of people thought it was crazy for doing. They're just like, you're trusting the mail system <laughs> because people were saying like, oh, your vote's going to get lost in the mail. Trump's going to make sure it doesn't, Trump's going to make sure your vote doesn't get counted. You know, there's also lots of places where like the mailboxes were like disappearing or like there were fake ballot boxes being put out to make sure like there was lots of voter suppression. So people thought I was crazy for voting by mail, but that's what I did because I had a full load of classes the day of elections. I didn't want to stand in a two hour line for for early voting. So that's just what I ended up doing. But my the rest of my family did go in person on the day of election day yesterday to go vote. And they had to wait in like a 15 minute line. There were no more stickers, but <laughs> yeah, that was my voting experience. I just voted sitting on my bed and just mailed in my ballot. Yeah. Um, I voted, uh, early. I voted on Sunday. Um, 
same like I have a lot of classes on Tuesdays so and you know our schools don't give off for election day which is a discussion for another time but um I voted on Sunday I had to vote uh, wait for about 50 minutes so um I got to my polling place at 9 a.m which is when voting opens and it was already a line of like 50 people so people got there at like 8 a.m or 8 30 so it was a little crazy I definitely had to wait like almost an hour to vote but I ended up doing it and I got a sticker overall like I think okay experience for both of us but as we saw on social media like it wasn't like that for everyone there were a lot of people who you know got people getting getting them or trying to get them to not to vote or like two hour lines three hour lines especially in the new york city area like the five boroughs um so you know we recognize that like it wasn't as easy for everyone and that's a privilege that we have um so yeah coming into this election feeling nervous um and then like sitting down at the tv um and just watching the results the whole night um how did that feel samiha so in the beginning so i watched you know i watched like what every where everywhere was leading you know at first i was very hopeful it was like at first texas was blue florida was blue at one point pennsylvania was blue and i was like oh my god they're leading blue like biden's gonna win and then the second they turned red i saw the whole country basically turn red and it was it was not confirmed obviously it was just leading and i was like trump's gonna win i'm gonna sleep now like i was i was because the thing is, I was before the election even happened, I was for certain that Trump was going to win no matter what. So I just assumed that like Trump's going to win. That's what's going to happen. And I kind of called I said I called it a night, but I really didn't. I was up for a next few, like, the next few hours for sure. Still constantly looking at it. But even when I went to sleep at like I went, didn't go to sleep till like 2.33 a.m. And it was still looking like Trump was going to win. I went to sleep at around 1.30. I think I FaceTimed Samia and I was like, OK, it looks like Trump is going to win. Like he doesn't have Michigan. He doesn't have Wisconsin. Um, he, he definitely is not going to get Pennsylvania. Texas and Florida are out of the game. Like I just I'm going to go to sleep. And I went to sleep. I was exhausted. And I woke up and Michigan and Wisconsin were leaning blue. Um, they were not confirmed, not even close. And that gave me like a little bit of hope. Doesn't put Biden all the way at 270, but like gave him a little bit more skin in the game. So that was a nice thing to wake up to at least. Um, but so how do we kind of like move on from this situation? Like, yes, like if Biden wins, it's a victory for us. Alhamdulillah, like um, he is definitely more progressive he is kinder towards women and kinder towards muslims and he's more inclusive um and he is not a racist um which i mean is a very low bar but like um he's better than trump but let's talk about how this is not like the end-all be-all like biden is not perfect he's not our first choice so samia why don't you tell me a little bit more about what you think about biden so as you said, Biden is definitely not my first choice. He's not the person who, like, I saw, like, he, I just, he's not the person who was like, this is the perfect candidate for president. I love everything he stands for. I don't love everything he stands for. Nobody's perfect. No one's going to perfectly always align with our values. And that's something we have to accept. Like, we always have to accept the, we have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Because some people will be, some people I know from this election, even last election, they were like, I don't like Hillary. I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden. I don't, I don't like Trump. I'm not going to vote. But that's not what we should do because you're not going to always get a perfect candidate. You need to pick someone who's a lesser of two evils, who's better for the people and better for yourself, like aligns with what you stand for. Then because you can there's always going to be someone worse. There's always a worse option. So we always have to make sure that we 
pick the lesser of two evils. And of course, Biden's not a perfect candidate. We need to hold him accountable. We need to make sure that we get what we still like try and get like what we believe, like what we believe in. So and like a way to even do that is like making sure that we vote for like for Congress, for uh, like for Senate, for all these other like local, more local type elections, not just for president, because they're the ones who help push the agenda. If they don't, they don't like what Biden is proposing, but they align with you what you're saying. Then what you're saying is going to be what's end up put on the floor because they're not going to vote against what they believe in. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Biden is definitely not. He's not the perfect candidate. And I actually saw something on social media that like really struck me. It was like, your vote is not a love letter to the candidate that you are voting for. It's a strategic uh, move like in chess. So like you don't have to fall in love with the candidate. You need to make the most strategic move um, that you think will benefit you and the people around you the most. Um, And I think a lot of people who voted for Trump were only thinking of themselves. They were thinking about, yeah, like Trump will economically affect me in a good way, like with the tax cuts and everything. So I'm going to vote for Trump. But as Muslims, we should not be just thinking about ourselves. Um, Even if we don't know any family members who are affected by the Muslim ban, even if we, you know, don't personally know anyone who's locked up at the border, like that doesn't mean that those people aren't human beings um, and that they deserve equal rights to be with their family, to have a good life, to have food, to have shelter. Um, So as Muslims, we need to think about it more holistically and think about the people around us. And um, But yeah, he's not perfect. And how do we like move on? Like we can't just accept Biden and Kamala and just kind of like just be like, okay, like we're done now. Like it's, this is not the end of the story. And I think that's kind of why I got on here because I think there's a lot more to this story. It doesn't just end with an election. Like, yes, we all voted. We had so much turnout in the Muslim community. Um, but what comes after this? So Samiha. So as I mentioned earlier, for sure, voting for like the more local officials, because they're the ones who help push the agenda. If he doesn't make it through the House and the Senate, like if he doesn't make it through the House and the Senate, then he's not going to pass what he wants to. So I feel like we need to still make sure that we go out and vote every single year, not just the year the president is running, because every year I go vote. does not matter if it's president running. This is the first time I've actually ever voted in a presidential election, but I've been voting every year since I was 18. So I vote for everything. I do my research. I look, I look to see everyone's platforms and like, make a decision on like who I'm going to vote for. And all the, again, all the time, it's always picking the lesser of two evils. I don't love every single candidate out there. There are some that I really hate. And there's it's always going to be like that for people. So I think we need to vote more with like our brains than we need to do with our emotions in the sense where like, like I just don't like this person. So I'm just not going to vote. Like we need to make sure that we, because then people also don't come out for local elections. This year was probably one of the highest voter turnouts there is but this was a presidential election we just need to start seeing that in local elections we need to start like you know reaching out to even like our local electives even more like uh, local representatives even more just so that we can see like we can tell them what we want because then if they're always going to do what the people want because they want to get reelected again if they don't do what the people want they're not going to get reelected. so they care about what you feel about what you want and like you need to make sure you express that Yeah, agreed. And like going off of what you said, like holding them accountable, this person is not going to get reelected if the people don't like them. So I feel like we can't just let Biden loose. Like, you know what I mean? And all of our other officials, wherever you are in the United States of America, don't just let your officials do their thing. If you don't like something, write them a letter, 
you know, go to a protest if necessary, like, show that you are not okay with it. You know, even talk to them in person at a town hall. Like, these people are way more available than you think. Um, And even Biden, if he does something that's not okay, there are many, many, many ways to show that you are not okay with it without having to do anything. It's like a simple share on social media. You know, pushing for things like that, like pushing for more climate change policy, pushing for more changes that will make us more prepared. You know that, remember, Samia, we saw that thing in New York City, the clock in Union Square? The climate clock, yes. Yes. So it said, what did it say? Like how much time left before? So irreversible climate change. And it was like seven years and change. Yeah. So it was about seven years. And that was really scary for us to look at. Like it wasn't a joke. Like we looked at it, we were like, whoa. So we need to make sure he knows that you know what I mean and our new generation like we're going to be living the effects of that so we need to make it clear to him that like this is not okay like we need to re-enter the Paris Agreement fast and we need to make our economy ready for climate change so yeah those are just like my opinions I think as Muslims our voice was heard in this election but that doesn't mean we just go back into our houses and just like stay silent Samia do you have any other advice for people for like the next few months or the next couple of years um yes of course um well for one thing when trump got elected at first he unleashed like everyone who was kind of behind the closet behind the doors racist and like sexist and like and just any type of like hatred against different types of people he let it out he let it be okay and it's gonna stay like that for a little while and like we have to realize that just because Biden got elected, if Biden gets elected, we're not even sure yet, if Biden gets elected, that, like, it's gonna just automatically go away, like, it's a flip of a switch, it's not, because now these people just got in power, they're like, well, our previous president was like this, so it must be okay for me to be like this, Yeah. and we need to realize that not everything's just gonna happen with a flip of a switch, it's always gonna be progressive change, it's always gonna be, it's, oh, there's always gonna be work that needs to be done, we need to keep that in mind, and we need to keep that We need to keep going and just realizing that it's not just one vote in this one election that's going to change everything. Yeah, I agree. And, like, it starts with your own community. Like, wherever your Muslim community is, um, whatever masjid you go to or youth group, etc. Like, even talking about politics to those people or talking about issues that you care about or, like, even a local issue. Um there there's so many things that happen locally that like you need to fight for so even mobilizing your community or like bringing it up to your imam like those things are really small but they make like the hugest difference so and that's where it starts you know it doesn't start with this presidential election like this won't affect us directly until at least january but i'm willing to say even after that you know and speaking of january so it is november right now um now that we are looking at the results of the election they're kind of closing in what do you think the next few months are going to look like until Biden, well, what we're thinking is Biden will be, will get his new position. So for one thing, I think Trump's going to try and push everything he possibly can into these few months if Joe Biden gets elected. And so, like, for example, like he, he nominated someone into Supreme Court so quickly, got, and it got accepted so quickly because he's just court packing. He's trying to get everything he can in before, before his time is up. And he's going to try and do that. And we need to be prepared for that. He's going to do everything he possibly can to make the worst happen, make everything more harder for Biden when he comes into presidency. He's going to do everything he can to empower the voices of, like, the people who spread hatred, basically. And we need to be prepared for that. And we need to we need to be patient, too, because we know what's happening. And we we just we have to just roll with the punches at this point. I think keeping our eyes open and just, like, trusting in Allah that, like, he has a plan and that, like, 
the process is the process and just watching Trump do all of these things in like a desperate attempt to like get his agenda through like yes it will be painful but like we need to keep our eyes open and like think of the future and again like I feel like making dua helps me so much like praying and like feeling like there's a higher power out there helping me like even if you're not Muslim and listening to this like some like spiritual activities like meditation and those things also help with like nerves and just like being upset about the whole situation and just waiting and waiting and waiting like even waiting for these results to come out like um just staying calm I've also like gotten into journaling lately which has been kind of cool so I would definitely say those are some good like mental health or spirituality tips um but yeah thank you so much Samia for being on here with me um we have been like talking about the election for like 24 or 48 hours straight so I figured that we would come on here and give everybody a little bit of our perspective and we hope that you enjoyed it thank you thank so you so much for having me of course salam alaikum Thank you all for listening to this episode of Muslima Podcast. Make sure to follow and subscribe and check out our Instagram at muslima.podcast. Thank you all and see you next week.